Welcome to the Special Interest Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Carly. We are the creators and hosts. As two women who received late autism diagnoses, we are passionate about educating, celebrating, and highlighting autistic identities. This life-changing diagnosis opened a whole new world to us both. Our special interests have been so important in our journey of self-discovery through our autism diagnosis. Special interests provide autistics with an element of regulation, comfort, and support. We want to provide a platform where others can share the joy of their special interests. Our podcast aims to represent diverse autistic identities through an inclusive community where autistic voices are valued, validated, and seen. We're excited for you to join us on our journey of learning and story sharing. Join us weekly as we share about our own experiences and other autistic stories. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're so grateful to have you here with us for our first interview. We're here with Mav. Hello. Welcome, Mav. We're so excited to have you on the Special Interest Pod. This has been a long time coming, and we appreciate you working with us to figure out in our schedules the best time to meet up. And so generally, we start every episode off just kind of with a brief little update and asking about your week before we jump into learning a little bit more about you. So we'd love to hear how how was your week? Okay, yeah. So this was a pretty a pretty decent week for me. Um, I'm I'm a therapist and I like do a lot of virtual sessions. So I just spent a lot of time doing that. Um, and I feel like that's pretty much it. It like snowed this week, so we really just like stayed inside and just did a lot of like cozy, cuddly stuff. Like me and my wife live in central Pennsylvania. Um, and yeah, we just kind of like hung out and had like a nice little week. Um, not not like exciting, but like pleasant, very enjoyable, I would say. That's my absolute favorite thing to do in the winter is just get so cozy. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. So let's get into it. Uh, will you tell us a little bit more about yourself? You mentioned you're a therapist. Yeah. So um, I am a therapist and I also am a life coach and I'm a like kind of content creator. I do some stuff like that in my free time and go on YouTube and stuff and talk about a lot of like pretty much whatever I want to, which is, which is nice. Cause I have a lot, I have a lot in my head <laughs> all the time. And I think, and it gives me a good, a good place to like get everything in my head, like out into the universe or whatever. Um, I guess that's like more about like my life that part of it in terms of like my brain like my neurodivergent brain I feel like that might be important um I was like a late diagnosed person um I was uh like halfway through college I um was like uh like a that diagnosed with ADHD and then moving forward like through my life there was like still some other things were kind of confusing and I um like started learning more about autism and uh, 
kind of like just kind of like made made a lot of connections and a ton of research as as one does and um, ended up self-determining kind of after after a little bit of time in the future I definitely want to pursue like a more professional assessment um, but that's you know a lot of a lot of things and a lot of money my insurance doesn't cover it so um, which is a bummer so like for for adults for children they do but not for there's a, there's an age limit which is a, a common roadblock for folks but um, yeah those are that's kind of how how that works and um, yeah I. I don't know. I feel like I spent, yeah, I spent a lot of time now kind of like learning more about my brain, which also just goes into like my general interest, interests, which are just like humans, like in general, like very much like very curious about human behavior, human psychology, the way people's brains work, like why we do what we do. Um, I think that just really was driven by me being so confused by myself <laughs> growing up and like, being so like sad and I just wanted to understand what was going on with me um, and how to like understand other people too um so yeah now I just made a career out of it <laughs> that's great yeah I really resonate with um wanting to know more about myself in order to understand the world around me so thanks for your perspective you had mentioned that you feel a really strong want to talk about and learn more about social justice. And I think what you just mentioned, you know, learning about people really ties into that. And how has your learning more about yourself helped you to connect more with learning about social justice? Yeah, I think like it, um, well, obviously, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, just the person that I am and the spaces that I occupy. So, like, being, like, a Black trans person, like, obviously, I think it doesn't, I don't, I don't need to do any of this because there's definitely, like, Black and trans people who don't do this stuff. But I think, yeah, part of me, just, I, it's really important for me to, like, um, I guess be, yeah, someone who is, uh, I don't know, very, very open about like th these things and that it's kind of like important to, to get like not only like increase awareness, but like really kind of talk about the issues and like how to deal deal with these things and also kind of like the the result of kind of like the oppression. So I feel like I guess that might be the side of social justice that I'm on, like healing <laughs> after you realize what's been going on, like healing <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and there's a lot, I feel like a lot of layers uh, that, that goes to that. And I feel like, uh, for example, like me learning about like my neurodivergence and um, specifically when I learned more about autism, like that was really the first time I, I really did any serious internal work around internalized ableism. Um, I feel like I've done some, like I guess before, but I guess it never really had sunken in because um, even with my ADHD, like I was just a really like a jerk to myself um, all the time. Like even after I knew what it was, I just, I, I don't know. I just kind of figured that was like the way you were supposed to be. So I guess like learning about those things. Um, and I feel like that, yeah, that's a way that you are. Yeah. Really like helping improve humans lives is just by like telling them that like, no, like society's kind of like communicated these things to you and like they're not necessarily true. Like here's like here are some more accurate 
things. Like that's just like a lot of what I do in therapy is just like, Hey, you're, you know, you're not a bad person. Like you're disabled. <laughs> People are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like that's it. Um, and it's really free for, for a lot of, for me and for, for a lot of, a lot of people. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for the work that you do. It definitely takes a lot of courage to do that then make a difference in not only your life but the people that you're helping too is just so important and it's really I all I can say is like thank you because it really just makes a difference in a whole um and so I was curious how has your life changed now since you've learned about the ADHD and the autism how has your life changed since then oh like I think quite a bit actually um definitely like when I first learned about the ADHD thing it just like first I was kind of like okay this makes sense like it was kind of like I remember things like growing up when they would have commercials on tv like does your child like exhibit these symptoms like maybe they and like my brothers would all like look at me it was just like a joke like a running joke in the family um but like I guess the impairment didn't necessarily show up because I, I don't know I'm not even really sure why like until college I think because I think because of like a loss of structure probably and like it, it got things got really really hard um okay I, uh, okay so like you have to understand that what I mean by structure is that like I spent the first two years of college at like a very very strict bible college where like almost all of your day is planned and structured um yeah your free time is is pretty limited so it's like I went from that to like uh like commuting from home going to like a university and that was like really a really shock a big shock to my system um and yeah all my like everything fell apart <laughs> and I was like I can't function anymore um yeah so learning about that really, really helped just kind of like me make, start to make sense of myself. And I think with like studying and learning and things like that, but then losing structure of education and then going into like the work life, like, again, I feel like I had to learn things all over again. Um, and like, even though I understood my ADHD, I kept running into like burnout and like at work, like I would work for a long time and then like start like falling apart as a person have to like go out of work for months like on leave and like come back um and things like that and uh like now understand and like and then also like I've changed positions at work where I had like just kind of like my own office and, like I was able to have longer periods of time where I wasn't burning out but that I but I would still typically like go into a burnout after a while um things yeah like I didn't really understand things like why at work like I really wanted to connect with other people but I would like not and like always be very like isolated very nervous like to interact with people and I really didn't understand like what made things so difficult like when I saw groups of people like why it felt hard for me to kind of like get in there and like make those like connections um but yeah so like after after that kind of like uh after under so like it was I was okay sorry. <laughs> so, um, after being at work, like in doing professional life for a couple of years and learning more about autism, I think, um, a, I, it was like a little bit of both. It started showing up more like at work, like people mentioning it, people at the facility that I was working with, um, hearing more about it. And then on my own, I think like being on the internet, hearing a lot more about it and then like being interested enough to do my own research 
like it was like another layer of kind of like a really big opening and that was when I started being like I, I like I should start accommodating for myself and I think that really was where things in my life started to change like um and I think part of that included like unmasking and like a like permission to like be myself and like even do things like move in really weird ways like the way my body wants to wants to move um like when I like walk in the house when no one's looking and like it just is like a weird weird little things like that that feel like natural in my body that I'm like letting myself do that like I just felt oddly restricted from doing before um and like yeah like things like um being open about like when I I stim when I like am conducting therapy sessions and like like it's I'm so I'm like more open with those things like I am like I allow myself to um I recently discovered <laughs> that I have noise sensitivity I didn't know that I did um I just thought I got angry for or like weird and like weird in my body for some reason as I didn't understand um and yeah like it I just like got a pair of headphones and tried them on and there was like one a time specifically in the house it was like a month ago where I just was sitting down and I was like not doing well I just was sitting on the floor because like I sit on the floor when I'm like starting to get like weird just because it helps because it's lower I don't know what it is but I just was on the ground I was like trying to do some stuff like kind of like I just like stim by trying to like just doing like random stuff or like like push-ups and things just like get my body moving or whatever um and like nothing was really helping and my wife was like I think you should try but just like what if you put your headphones on and I put them on and it was just like like everything just like stopped and I was like are you kidding me like it was it was that like it my, and then and then after that I was like upset <laughs> and I was like it could have been like this for a long time like all of the times in my life where I was like for example like I remember specifically like after after parties I would come home and be like really sad and like really like not good in my body and I was like if I had known and understood like what was going on with me like that could have changed like so much about like how I took care of myself like how like yeah so now I understand more of those things now I understand kind of like how to recover how to kind of like give my give myself time to like be intentional like with my alone time or doing things that are like intentional repetitive like uh activities like I do a lot of uh like right now I'm doing a lot of like drawing where I do a lot of like dots is like all I do is like a lot of dots that's very very soothing for me I can I literally can do it for like like hours at a time um, my wife will like leave me for a while and come back and she's like you haven't moved at all and I'm like yeah um but yeah so like and now I'm just kind of like giving myself permission to be myself is, is really what it is it's just like it's very odd that I needed this to to make sense of it and give myself permission um but now that I've done that it's it really is super transformative um and like ease like by which you get to live through like walk through life it doesn't make obviously like there's still like struggles and challenges um but you're not like shitting on yourself for it I don't know if I can swear but you're not you know yeah you're you're like oh just letting yourself be a be a human being and like yeah <laughs> yeah right there I I love 
your statement. You're just letting yourself be a human being. And I think that I connect with that with my unmasking. Um, I'm just interested to hear more about your role as a therapist and if you were a therapist before you were diagnosed or if it, you began after and how your unmasking and learning about yourself has helped you in your own practice. This is such a cool, this is a cool one. Okay. So I, I knew about my ADHD before I started, uh, before I left college. So obviously before I started like my professional career um, and different like different things like I like I remember that sometimes I had I did have a weird um I had a weird I guess understanding of how much eye contact was was necessary as a therapist because like you receive a lot of training about like how much eye contact is important like I remember a very specific moment where one of my uh, professors said like when you're sitting in a session with someone like if they start to look away and like they pan the room and they look back at you and you're not, and they're, and you're not looking at them that like is bad for the client. Um, so like from, you know what I mean? Like, especially since I love me myself, some rules, it's like, okay, <laughs> you have to be looking at the client. You can't not look at the client, <laughs> look at the client. Right. And I, there was even one time where I, um, I, I was working with a client who like, now at this point looking back was probably autistic and like I didn't wasn't able to know the signs then but definitely now I would probably like have a conversation about that um but I remember like she went to one at like a like a uh manager supervisor and was like yeah Mav is like kind of intense with their eye contact (laughs) (laughs) um and after that I was like okay so I have to figure out maybe some in between zone here um because I guess I took it a little bit too too literally so I had to like back off um but yeah so that's kind of like how that was but after I um interestingly enough like I what I I had left my position where I was doing like face-to-face therapy like uh, before I found like really kind of like like kind of like accepted and like kind of like I guess self-determined that I um uh like was autistic or whatever and by that point I was doing like online stuff from home which was great for like a variety of reasons like not having to like go places or like deal with people or yeah, it would be a big deal. Like if I had to like like deliver something out of my office to like someone else's office, I would have to like give myself like serious pep talks. It was any anyway. Um, so like not having to do that, being in my own space, like being very comfortable in my space, having like all my stuff around, like everything that I needed was all obviously really great. Like so that was like one massive, I guess, accommodation, but just kind of happened naturally by the position that I was in. Um, and then like and then things like I said earlier, like letting myself like do more like stim things like during um during sessions um uh letting myself like be a little bit more natural in how I talk because how I talk typically like I'll um depending on how nervous I am also or how comfortable I am I'll like look around a lot 
instead of like looking at the person that I'm talking to, um, which I probably wouldn't have done that or like let myself do that as much or as naturally. But now I'm like, I just let myself do it a lot more um, instead of like being being weird about it. Um, and I try, I try to like not be weird about it or like be too like, like worried if like, you know, they're like, they aren't looking or they're looking around. Like I've never really had, like the only time I've only ever had anything happen was one client was like, are you, are you like playing with something? And I would just like, I, at the time I was like, there was like sticky, <laughs> not going to lie. I like, <laughs> like sticky tack, like all over my desk. It was ridiculous, but um, it was an adventure, but I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like playing with sticky tack or whatever. And they're just like, that's fine. Like most people are like really kind of like chill about it. Um, and, but yeah, let it, so yeah, being able to do those things, it has been really helpful. Um, and I don't know, um, like before, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I would do things like hold a, a notebook and a pen when I did sessions. Um, my, my, <laughs> one of my professors also was like, don't hold stuff because having holding something in your hands is a barrier like a energetic or whatever barrier between you and the client or like writing down can be like a weird thing for the client to see you doing or whatever um so yeah if, I don't know if either of you understand like this because this is the fun backgrounds of what therapists are taught in in school um but yeah um I'm sure not every every professor is like this he must he must have had his own preferences um, but yeah, it just makes you think that you're supposed to do things a certain way. And like, this is the way that you should be and whatever. Um, but I'm just kind of like, let me just be more natural, try to be myself. And, um, it has not harmed my, my skills as a therapist. If anything, it, I think it allows me to feel more relaxed and like connect to how my brain makes connections and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. I was just wondering what advice that you would give to somebody then that is maybe in the beginning stages of recognizing their autism or neurodivergence. Um, I really love how you are so expressive about being your authentic self and just, it seems like that is such a freeing part of your healing and I guess, yeah, what what advice would you have for somebody that's really just learning the beginning stages? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, I think like a lot of it has to do with like um, letting yourself start over like with how you, you view yourself um, entirely. Um, the person that you might have spent a really long time crafting might not be at all who you are. Um, and it's okay. It's okay. Um, I like, there's been so many things that have kind of come like with my unmasking journey. I feel like it, there are layers with it that I feel like tie with like my gender journey as well. And like my spiritual journey, like so many different things and just like letting myself like complete, like just like be like who I am and like not really be as, as afraid of like um, people seeing like uh, parts of me that I felt before that were like unacceptable. Um, 
and yeah, you can surprise yourself a lot. And um, yeah, I, yeah, life can really be an, an exciting, fun adventure if you if you like lean into it and like let it be be fun um, a little bit more. And you have to like take ownership of that. And that's can be really scary. I feel like I, I've always been really insecure and really scared, and I never really wanted to do things that were wrong or make mistakes. And becoming myself meant making a lot of mistakes and like not knowing what to do and being scared. Um, but that's just part of it, and that's that's okay, you know. Thank you so much for sharing, Mav. This interview has been such a gift and we're so grateful for your space and your time and your presence. And I was just wondering if you wanted to um, let everybody know your socials, if they want to connect with you, where they can do that. Yeah, totally. So um, yeah, you can find me everywhere as Mav Magic with a K at the end. Um, and so M-A-V-M-A-G-I-C-K. Um, so on, I have a YouTube channels where I put a, a lot of my stuff out and I spend a lot of time on Instagram right now. Um, I have content on TikTok. I don't post there a lot um, right now. Um, those things are, 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 are important. Um, I am also, if you're interested in work with me as a therapist or, or coach, I am currently like booked right now. Um, but I, I, I am kind of like working on a wait list. If you're interested, you can contact me through Instagram um, or you can at least get my links on my Instagram page um, and see my website and everything. Um, but that's, I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. Just hearing your story. I don't know if you could like see me, but I was just getting emotional at times because I'm just, that's it. You are hitting so many spots and I'm so excited for other people to just listen to you and relate to you and, you know, hear their story within you, I think is just so beautiful. And it really, like Alex said, it's such a gift to have you and your story on here. So thank you so much for sharing all that you did. Yeah. Thank you so much for creating this space. And it's been, um, I don't even know how I found your guys' podcast. I think like on Instagram, it's just like been fun to kind of like follow your your story and your journey as a as a podcast. So I'm ex I'm really grateful for you guys creating this space and having me on. Thank you so much. We're so glad you found us. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, I don't know. Like oh. I don't know. Have a have a nice <laughs> be. be yourself I don't know I'm I'm really bad at like ending it's so funny like <laughs> talk about this all the time like I don't know how to like begin things or end things like I've been doing therapy for a long time and I still like I'm like hi I'm a therapist like <laughs> how do we do this it's just like I'm not good at these so I'll say just yeah be yourself <laughs> and it's okay if you're awkward <laughs> just just lean into it lean into it yeah <laughs> Just lean into the awkwardness, I guess, is, is what I'll leave everyone with.